millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All gone. We didn't get a single one of them. And we are talking about professionals. No visible damage to locking mechanisms, steering columns, or ignitions. And as you can see, these are not Honda Civics. This is one of three brand new Mercedes. A car they say is unstealable. Bloody money. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 491. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He blew all my heroin all over the garage, done away. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Yo, so check out my new move. I call it the Stranger Things and Chill. What I do is I sit on my hand for like 15, 20, 30 minutes until it goes numb. No feeling at all. And then I go to Netflix and rub out an episode of Stranger Things. Unfortunately, I hit the Amazon Prime button on my Roku with my dead hand and drop the remote. In my struggle to retrieve the remote, I knock my soda off the couch and on to Eleanor. Oh, I named my remotes. No, Eleanor, don't do this to me. You're going to be all sticky. Anywho, I watched 60 hours of Nicolas Cage movies on Prime while Eleanor dried out. I sure hope one of those movies was this week's film sack. Lowrider, Randy. Randy? Lowrider. Lowrider. And in meme. Let's ride. Yeah, that's right. Also with this, Randy. Two Randys don't make a right, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <clears throat> uh, would, I need you guys to hold on. I'm just wrapping up a phone call. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you having sex. Yeah. I guess I guess that means you're not going to come help save Chico by rejoining the crew. No, I hear you. Okay. I'm sorry I called you so late. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Now, okay. So I've also got this other call on hold, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I, I need to take this because we're down to the part of the list where we even stop knowing the people's full names. They're just like stripper names at this point in the list. So it, it's going to suck. We're going to end up with a crew of misfits. So let me just take this other call. Hold on. I just, I have them on hold here. Yeah. Now I was calling for Harpo and uh, you said you were going to take him to the phone. Yeah. 
No. Oh, hey, we're trying to save Chico's life by getting the crew back together for one night only. <laughs> Harpo? Oh, right, I forgot you don't talk. Uh, press one if you're willing to leave your new life and go do crimes for practically no money. Uh, press two if you're having sex right now, and that weirdly means we wouldn't just call you again in an hour when you're not having sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. He pressed a tone. I don't know which is which. All right. I guess Chico's going to die. Sorry, brother. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. You bring up such a great point about why Why couldn't he just call back after the guy was done having He's sex? out. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, that, that can cross that name right, off the right. list. He's yeah. tied up uh, obviously, three right. weeks. Obviously, he's in a relationship. We don't need him. Yeah. He's <laughs> permanently having sex. Uh, with us, finally, speaking of which, Brian would fight Ibbett. No, what fight? Okay, the reason I've gathered you all here today is because I need to come up with 50 Nicolas Cage quotes in 60 seconds, and you're all the best of the best. And, oh, oh, the clock has already started. Okay, and I've wasted the first two-thirds of my time finding you all and telling you about the plan and easing, uh, eating some salty beer hash. So, all right, what do I have left? 20 seconds? Okay, let's roll. Put the money back in the box. Bees! I could eat a peach for hours. Zeus's butthole! Alphabetical order, you know? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. What? It's like I'm some kind of ghostwriter. Hey, I'll be taking these here huggies. I love you, Peggy Sue. Piss blood! Wow, we truly live in the city of angels. I never saw that. I'm a prickly pear. This jacket is a symbol of my individuality, my belief in personal freedom. He should call himself ass kick instead. I lost my hand. Am I getting through to you, Alva? This must be Captain Corelli's mandolin. I never saw that one either. Oh, well, this bit would have ended the same way regardless of how it was. That was a lot of work you did wow. in that. Yeah, you had your time, time to watch the movie. Yeah, you even, <laughs> you even made up some for movies you haven't seen. I did, yes. Which is a pretty amazing just, feat in its own right. Just the movie Just the, movie the Rock is going to give you a good oh, half yeah. of that list. And Con Air. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, those were those were the days. I would argue this movie uh, called Gone in sixty seconds was the beginning of the decline of what we saw Nicolas Cage as uh, in the nineties. Mm-hmm. He was flying high from about two thousand forward. You'd start to see him going down, down, down. And I don't mean like you know he's Con a bad Air. guy or any of that. I mean the movies weren't as cool, and he was they, picking anything. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So and this I, was peak cage. I mean, let's. I would let's, actually I just argue wanna... that this was still in his. I don't want to say prime, but but uh, this was my second viewing of it. The first time I watched it, I was in a hotel room on one of my um, newspaper installation trips, and so I'd fly in, I'd spend the night at a hotel, go in the morning to the newspaper, and then go straight from the newspaper to the airport. So I'd I'd basically have one night in a hotel to eat takeout food and watch something on tv right so i really didn't give it enough attention this time i really enjoyed it and i remember hating yeah. it at the time but this time and, i kind of actually really I, enjoyed yeah. it. so i'd say I, it's it is i want to argue the point because his 2003 to 2005 stretch yeah. is matchstick men national treasure and lord of war that is his peak that is yeah. peak. Yeah, National yeah, Treasure is inexplicable and to me peak Cage is national treasure. There is nothing that he has done that has been more no, Cage, no. in my opinion. Why well, I mean, now? Not the crazy Cage. To two thousand, leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, Con Air, Face Off. Come on, yeah, that's your. Those zone. are good movies. Those are I'm zone. talking about so. peak Cage. Yeah, yeah, that's peak Cage. I'm telling then, you, that's where. Then, okay, unless we mean physically where you peak, like this is as good as you're going to get, and then it's downhill from there. Then yeah, National right. Treasure is probably there. But the but I'm saying peak Cage is in like the best Cage. 
is 90s cage that that to then, me is the zone. and then i want to i want to make sure that we illustrate the bottom that he has slid to <laughs> because the last 5 years has been absolutely dreadful like i can't I, the, it's the perfect the perfect Andy. word for nick cage's <laughs> right. career is dreadful you are it is full of dread you look at something that he has made in the last 5 years and you dread the fact that it exists you might you might think i i i could watch that and then you check into it and it's and the name of the thing is a score to settle or the humanity bureau those are real names and you're just like oh well, maybe not i won't watch I, that he no, is literally he is literally making the untitled joe exotic project right now I know. playing playing yeah. joe exotic in the tiger king series like the perfect the second most perfect casting i think you could think i think i think yeah. uh not rob schneider but uh uh, David Spade might have made no, it better. Th- Thomas Lennon. Thomas Nick Lennon from oh, Thomas Lennon. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Amazing. You you got it. You got to yeah. say okay, look. Nicholas Cage secret to success is never say no. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. work for everybody. Some people they they you know they they don't say no and they fail and it's just over. Not think, this guy. He's he doesn't say no and he just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we look at his his more recent career and say, oh man, he's put out a lot of stinkers. But when you think about it, like a Bradley Cooper or a um, uh, Dwayne Johnson maybe puts out one movie a year right, and right. you focus on that one movie. Um, Nicolas Cage put out six movies or was in six movies in 2019. And you look at, all right, yeah, a score to settle, color out of space, running with the devil. Oh, but then he was also in Into the Spider-Verse as Spider-Man Noir. And the year before right. that, like yeah, all this other yeah. stuff. But then, oh, but then there was Mandy, which I haven't seen, but every everyone I uh, hear that's seen it really enjoyed it. Mm. And you, ain't working, you ain't working, you ain't living, my friend. Go, Nicolas Cage. You do into your the, thing, my friend. Mm. You do it. Mm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the exception that proves the rule. It's the perfect. Like, I've, I've never heard a better exception <laughs> that proves the rule. Like, what is he doing in this movie? And it's fine. He, work, he works out fine. Could anyone have played that role? Kind of. Yeah. yeah but, you know, Nicolas sure. Cage is fine. And they got Cage. They got it. I, you know, great. That's great. It doesn't make a difference to that movie. I don't know what he's doing here, but he's fine. He's totally fine. Yeah. I just think it's the fact that that he does so many movies, it's really easy to see the parsley on the side of the plate without looking for right. the the steak in the middle. You know, if you like need <laughs> if you need an actor and you don't need to pay too much money, but right. you need somebody with a little bit of, you know, credit. Yeah. I think and you know is gonna do a job. He's not gonna he's not gonna come on stage and ruin things. He's just gonna do Nicholas. But again, Cage, it depends on when you ask. Like I'm telling you, in the mid to late nineties, he was a top draw and a top yeah. money getter, and it was an expensive proposition to have him be your 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 main. And and right. that's just different now. And it's and, and it's fine. And we all got- we have such a weird relationship with Nick Cage, and I love it. I love the 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 thing of like, man, look at what he did in Matchstick Man, and then right after that. One of those treasure movies, and they're bad. And then off to another. Hey, weird they're not thing. bad. I like those. They're treasure fine. Movies. They're fine. Well, and he's not. For what they he's are. not a. He's not a bad actor, right? Like he's no, like he's not. There are actors where you're like, oh wow, Vince Vaughn, you you're like you're phoning it in over and over and over. Like this guy, actually, you can tell he commits. Like he cares. Yeah. He actually embodies this role in this movie. Well, you can tell seconds. when he commits it's, and when he doesn't commit. Like he right. clearly commits in something like. Matchstick Man's a good example. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. 
uh, you in Lord Lords of War, Lord of War, or whatever it is, fantastic yes. in that. But then he'll turn around and just deliver schlocky bullshit in something like Match or um, Wicker Man, and mm-hmm. that's hey, know, that was that's directors, for, that's for writers, material, that's material. I think, I think he, I think you say that for the Wicker Man, but the way that thing was written, he played think, it like it was written. Yeah, all right. He looked. Do you think he looked at the script and said? Uh yeah, I I really only need to put in about a four on this. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's like uh, da, 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 da. what do you got a shark in there? You got a shark? <laughs> <laughs> that was almost now, one of my quotes. Is and, this uh, movie? Uh, just, I just want to say for people who haven't heard much uh, film sack, that's episode three ten. Three ten is the Please listen. So is wow. is this movie the most? Nick Cage meme movie. We've we we watched another movie not no, long ago. Devil's Nick Cage Kiss, I think, is Devil's Kiss more meme. Yeah. Oh, okay. way more meme. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and, and and also Face Ghost Rider and, was was and, really and Face Off. Face Off is very mm. meme. Yeah. Right. B- bottom line, he, this is a guy who like he lives to make memes out of his performances. <laughs> and I was just like, I was impressed. Like he's not a, a method actor by any stretch, but no. I bought him as the returning champion car thief. It, mm-hmm. it made yes. sense. He fit the role. Now he was nowhere near the insane method acting of the only other woman in the film or the only other, the only woman in the film, Angelina Jolly. Yeah. Like her, she was, (laughs) she was so method. I was, I was like, I wonder if they, if she was like being weird offset. Yeah. Probably. She seemed, she seemed to be weird um, on set. What are you talking about? She seems like she's always really into whatever. Like she's, she's down up for for anything. Yeah. And she's good at it. I I really like her on, Mm -hmm. on screen. Um, I, she's kind of wasted in this film, and I don't mean like looking high all the time, even though she was. Yeah. But kind of a wasted, like, yeah. oh, here's your probably your second build, yeah, uh, I, celebrity in this film, mm-hmm. and really we get two scenes out of her: the yeah. bar, you know, the, was, the the bar scene and the car scene, and then that's it. This was really an all star cast, but not like top tier all star cast for the time. But it was like everybody you recognize. So when you have an ensemble cast this large, it's hard to really get comfortable with any of the characters. And so, yeah, they didn't do a lot with Cause, Angelina. Cause you can character. get a Giovanni Ribisi, a Scott Con, and a Nicholas cage for the price of one Tom Cruise. <laughs> yep. uh-huh. That's the truth. <laughs> it's a pretty good value. Honestly, you it's a very right. good value. Yeah. And by the way, the dude who can do no wrong for me and I could just watch him read a freaking phone book is, um, uh, Will, Patton. Will Patton. I love Will Patton. Oh, Will Patton. Gosh dang okay. it, Will Patton's great. And he's he's great in Armageddon. He's great in this. The same year he did Remember the Titans, where he was the yeah. uh, uh, the coach on the other team. Yeah. He was fantastic in that. He's in The Postman, oh, which we still need to watch. And he plays the bad guy in that. He used to be a copier salesman and became the worst you know, a Morton Joe of the of the apocalypse. He's fantastic. <laughs> just you know what Will the Patton, worst, just I love the, that dude. Just good The worst that. written character. And performed by was Timothy Oliphant's character. Yeah. I, just, I, I love Timothy Oliphant, but man, the dude could not hold an accent for the no. entire. For the I don't know what was going on with this movie. It was, was he supposed to have him. an accent? I didn't get that vibe. Was it? What was he? Yeah, I thought he was just one, talking. So he, his regular, what I assume to be his regular Texan Southern accent, is prominent throughout the whole thing. That's great. At one point, he he says a line like it's uh, like he's from New Orleans, like right. with a Cajun drawl, and. It's like, oh, okay. And then in the very same sentence, he, you know, he gives a hard R uh, at the end of something like, all right, uh, where, where are we going, Timothy? I usually really like you, man. And this well, is and, 
And uh, you got to remember, this is a Dominique Senna film and a Jerry Bruckheimer film. And Bruckheimer is known as being, you know, uh, uh, the other director, the shadow director of these movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were trying really, really hard to basically impersonate what it was almost like a what would Michael Bay have done with the direction of this film? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what Michael Bay wouldn't have done. And that is (laughs) insist on great speaking performances. They just don't care. Like yeah, the, the, yeah. when people mm-hmm. get their, they get their lines out there. That's good enough. Yeah, and there's, good enough. there's sometimes that people really nail it. Like they gave this, this bit actor named TJ cross. He played mirror man in this movie. They gave mm-hmm. him some of the funniest little parts <laughs> in this whole movie. And he nailed it. He is yeah. incredible. Yeah. He is like, he is like, uh, a Dave Chappelle character from the <laughs> Chappelle show. A little bit. And I, I was like, where did this guy go? He was in three movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is yeah. He? Oh, I thought yeah. you meant in the movie. I'm going to say, I think the cops arrest him after they, they ripped the, uh, the suspension out of his car. <laughs> yeah, I think. dude. Yeah. That was gnarly. Holy crap. Getting your suspension yanked out by a freaking semi. I'm not sure that would actually mm. work that way, but still, that was badass. No. Mm. That, yeah. that 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 truck would have... Re- I mean, okay, look. Yeah, that truck would definitely win in a fight. However, it once that parked car, once that once that got that chain got tight. Yeah. He would definitely notice. He wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't just beat off. He would definitely notice. Such a such oh. a Bruckheimer film. This guy this guy is he comes out of nowhere. He has no business being in the movie, right? Every time he appears, he's this like he's this like crosstalk co- uh, conflict that no one is expecting. And right. so what what does he get for his trouble? He gets the crap kicked out of him. <laughs> like, like every time. It's Awesome. And he does become kind of the there. There's, I think, a better chick in the bucket. But he is kind of a chick in the bucket. You want some sort of resolution where, at the very end, he gets his comeuppance, or he gets, you know, he gets caught by the police, or something where that guy's now taken out of the picture. I wrote him right, down right. as chick of the bucket, so I think you're right. Grab a bucket. I think that's the guy because 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 it is set up as like, oh, we need some payoff here. He's this is yeah. a real rivalry. He's mad, and look what they've like, done to his almost, car. You won't, the uh, a different movie would have set him up to take out Eccleston's character. Like the the two of them would have taken each other out, and Cage would have gotten off free. Yeah, in, this is yeah, yeah. me. By the and way, for the, the record, before the before we get a bunch of emails about the origins of Timothy Oliphant, he was born in uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, and then lived most of his teen years in Modesto, Ooh. California. So email he, avoided. Wow, so, my so, inbox thanks you. So the reason I say that <laughs> they're going to be some that are, they're going to think we're inferring that he is from you know, like texas he's got some texas i would have i that's what i would have guessed that's his his justified and, right. and kentucky kind of sound is just so and don't get me on. wrong i love timothy Oliphant. i've seen him in so many great things this was was this early on i was trying to figure out i'm like is this too early on oh by the way there was like a really young i mean everybody just seems so young in this movie mm-hmm. because it's like some actors that we're going to see up and coming he was 32 and, uh, or sorry 31 at this or 32 at this point uh he he had only been known from uh let's see scream 2 go a man apart he had small roles in all of these girls and oh, girl yeah. next door and then the seth bullock thing happened in 04 so he would have been 36 when he took that job 37 so he's, you know, he's 52 now. This is early on in his, yeah. He's fantastic in uh, the new season of Fargo. My gosh, he's good in that. You guys got to see him. And uh, uh, Scott Kahn wasn't anything yet at this point in 2000, right. of course. And uh, Mike now, Pino was still an embryo. 
Did right. you catch him? Yeah. For a brief second, Michael he was Pena? all yeah, he was all upset about the oh, dog poop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he <laughs> drove up. Yeah, he was upset. He was the yeah. Oh my god, and he got out in his little baby face, and I'm like, right. oh my god, you, you look so much older in Ant Man. Oh my god, you just, I know. What are you gonna tell us the whole story about how Stan Lee uh, was the right <laughs> sitting in the bar talking about a guy he could shrink down? I like that guy a lot. He's great and stuff mm-hmm. these Love days. It. But uh, but yeah, like it, there's a lot of baby faces in this, and it's also mm-hmm. just a a pretty good cast. Like it's a great cast at the yeah, time. I don't think you know nobody knew half these people, but. Eccleston, Vinnie Jones, Delroy Lindo, Chai McBride. Dude, Lindo's. That, so I think great. perfect casting on Delroy. Delroy. Oh, he's Lindo. amazing. I that was, that he's was amazing. Because he has, the, he has the hardest role in the movie, without a doubt for me. The hardest role in the movie. He has to play the man while also playing the, the person who's just a step behind constantly. He's just mm-hmm. figuring things out too late. And then in the end, he has to play the tropiest trope that ever troped. <laughs> And and lope along Cassidy in here. Be a career cop who literally said earlier in the movie, "You're the only one that ever got away from me." And then at the end of the movie, lets him get away. Wow, what a like! I I didn't think he could pull it off. He pulled it off. He's perfect. They're slapping us in the face with foreshadowing. Also, by the way, this is a Touchstone film, and I forgot that before I watched it. This was one of Disney's you know, other name production yeah, places. Uh, and yeah. I, I, I had forgotten that that was the case. Cause I kept thinking that it was a very overly sexualized film. And so I was worried about letting our 13 year old watch it with us. But once I started watching, I'm like, Oh, there's hardly any gunplay. I mean, there's fights mm-hmm. in the street that I'm like, you can't tell me one of them fools ain't going to pull out a gun. Instead, they're going to fist fight. I'm like, nah, There'd be a gun involved. Listen, that's true. You know, you know why? All of a sudden, yeah. This movie is committed to the cars being in the center of all the different things, all the conflicts, all the action, and it it takes a lot of liberties. Most notably, with the big jump at the end on the on the causeway over. <laughs> Suddenly, a ramp appears. Yeah, but I mean, it like it. It, it's very it's very true to that purpose, and I, right. I love that. And in, in fact, I actually feel like even though it was more than two hours long, the movie kind of cut where it shouldn't have, and it and it obscured your understanding of some of the cars and what they could do and what they why they were on the list and so right. On. So uh, uh, I mean, it's they they escalated the tension by making it fifty. Apparently, even on the Wikipedia, it says that the original call was for fifty, but if when I was watching it. Uh, you know, all the black light hidden ink. Mm-hmm. There was like a yeah. hundred cars. So the original quest was for a hundred cars. And so I guess the 50 cars was like a compromise. And I'm like, it didn't have to be that many. I would have preferred. Yeah. It could be still 50, but let's focus. Like Randy says, let's focus on just a few of the really sweet cars. Cause I, I didn't need to mm-hmm. see them still. Some of those cars, I was like, why would that even be on the list? Who would even yeah, want that car? But it was less about, it was less about how cool that car is and more about, all right, what are the clever ways you can show somebody stealing a car? Right. How can we heist? You know? How can we make a car right. heist film? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is but, a notable film in my history because it's, uh, this is a weird thing to even know, but the last two movies my dad saw before he passed away were this uh-huh. the week before he passed away, he saw this. And then a week later he saw chicken run, arguably the yeah. better film. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And no but arguing, my, but my dad, it's significant because my dad was a giant car nerd. He loved everything about cars. And so of course this is totally something he would have hmm. wanted to see and, and, and loved it. And I remember him talking about that black thing. Uh, what's that car called again? The, the Shelby. 
Is that the Shelby? Yeah. The no, one, the that's, one, the G, the big one? that's the GT500. No, that's the Shelby. No, you're talking about the black car, the one that was the hot rod? Yeah. Well, no, the one that Cage, remember when the minivan block move happened with Angelina? Okay, right, right. The one out in the in somebody's yard. Yeah, really and he's driving still. that yeah. black thing. I forget the name, just to forget what car it is, but he talked about right. that thing incessantly that week. I remember him just going, oh, <laughs> yeah. we got to see if we can find one of these. Man, everybody's got, everybody's got a car. And that's one thing that I really liked that they played into this film. You know, everybody has a car, not because it's our nemesis, but just because it's the one that occupies the space in our brain. And it's some it, it it's such a weird thing. I mean, it's not like everybody wants a Mustang. Mm-hmm. There's, like, had, there's like a million different choices for people. Right. I, I've, I've had the Internet car movie car database page for this movie loaded up before the <laughs> yeah, show started. You got to. And, and as Scott, as Scott started saying a car, I realized this is useless. There's so many cars in this movie. <laughs> there <laughs> is. Yeah. So yeah, many cars. There's a lot. I've never seen anything like it. Now, I think he was talking about a Hemi, wasn't he? Wasn't uh, that the one that was part? I, I see. Remember. I thought. Oh, yeah. Well, there was the the Diablo, the um, the Lamborghini Diablo was uh, black, but that was the one. Right. But that, that was the one where the couple. All, yeah. Yeah, the couple were having sex, and so Angelina Jolly got all hot in the mm-hmm. front of the car. And uh, again, what? Who observes this much sex in their mm. in their life? Much <laughs> right. less one week. Maybe that was the guy that he tried calling. Oh, right, right, right. 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 Well, I'm going to take his go. car then, the jerk. <laughs> take his car. He'll be preoccupied anyway. Yeah, now it all makes sense. I get it now. Uh, by the way, so, I think this circle. is our third Delroy Lindo movie, uh, starting with uh, Broken Arrow, and then later we saw The Core, and then this. Right. Am I missing mm-hmm. any? Right, right, right. That sounds right. Okay. That guy is such a dominating presence. Like, there's something about that dude. And I just feel like he needs just a little extra discussion here. Right. I want him in more things. Uh, I know he's he's in that De Blood, or Defy Bloods thing, the the Spike Lee thing, which I totally want to see. Um, uh, you still, can you can totally watch it. It's streaming. Is it right now? Is that a Netflix yeah. deal? Netflix joint? I think it is. Anyway, uh, he's just a busy busy body man, working just fine all these years. And I just you know hats off moment here to, to say that Delroy Lindo is awesome and should always be with us. And yes. Never die. Speaking of people I love, Chi McBride, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 guy who uh, was was driving, doing the driver training. By the way, yeah, kicking, really? kicking heroin on the floor, which was <laughs> right, right, like right. such a ridiculous scene. Like, <laughs> oh no, I can't kick that. the hair, like can't spread the heroin with my foot to make it disappear. Right. Yeah. We yeah. have to yeah. use the car to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But uh, so he used to be in a show. I don't know if you guys ever watched. You probably did. Pushing daisies. Yeah, and I oh, yeah. I used to love him. And that that was the first time I really became aware of him. And I just I love that. No, that's that, funny because that for series. me it was Boston Public, where he was the yeah. principal. Uh, yeah, I never watched principal. that. Principal mm-hmm. Stephen Harper, I think, was the name. Yeah. That was another just amazing, really amazing cast. Like a lot of great, great uh, kind of B list, C list actors yeah. and actresses in there that are really, really good. What about James Duval? Fiveish, Fiveish Finkel was in there. Fiveish Finkel. <laughs> Fiveish Finkel. Hey, is Five-ish James Finkel. Duval related to uh, Robert Duval? I, that, I'm assuming so. I, I didn't look it up, but I just instantly said, "Yeah, that's got to be because." Fred. No, because he's a one L Duvall and Robert Duvall. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Not Look related. at that. I didn't realize that you're he's, right. He's well, a Duvall. Yeah, he's a Robert maybe. is a Duvall. But maybe he dropped the Duvall. extra. Maybe he dropped the extra L so he wouldn't know who he was. Like Nicholas Cage changed his name so he wouldn't know uh, who he was. Yeah, uh, I'm looking to see. Uh, boy, this guy's been in a lot of stuff. Like. Yeah, he's another take any role he can get kind of guy. Also, Robert Robert Duvall classes the joint up though. I think. Oh. He's, yeah. he's awesome. I, I'll tell you one thing that I love about Robert Duvall 
and he does it in so many films. He has this nervous laughter that makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's like, oh, we're in trouble now. Uh, <laughs> he, he plays yeah. himself, but himself is somehow also the character. Yeah, there's, right. there's nothing like it. Like his, his character in this movie could be the exact same character named Boss Spearman in Open Range. It could be the same guy. Oh. You could tell me, oh, this is the, after Open Range ended, he moved to Long Beach and started stealing cars. Like, like, a hundred percent, but somehow it's also a perfectly acceptable. He's yeah, not, he's, you know, he's one of those him. actors. Yeah, he, he's like uh, you know Sam, uh, Sam. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Virgil Herb. I can't think of his name. Sam Elliott. There you go. He's like Sam Elliott. You're never going to get anything other than that. Hey, how you doing there? Right. Like it's always going to be that guy. Beef but it's much for dinner. But it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know, like we want it. Timothy Oliphant, in a lot of ways, at least in his current career, is that. Like yeah, yeah, he does that a lot. He's Raylan Givens and everything he's, he's so in, good at it. and that's I, fine. And I, 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 fine I hope it doesn't it. ever come across like we're complaining because a lot of these actors they were hired because they the people who want them in their movie want the same freaking thing yeah. Yeah. That, that they've seen before. Right. You know, right. it's sure. not the, it's not the actor's fault. Like it, it, we often say, well, they don't have much range. Yeah, but they're also not being asked to commit to a lot of range, right? right. But I mean, if you're really good at I, one thing why would you need to do other things? i think nicholas cage is great when you let him be nicholas cage in a film right. and not like try to be a different character i agree you know having having him play himself is just basically he needs to have it. he needs to be on the verge of having a meltdown at any point in time <laughs> yeah he needs so to that, have the yeah. meltdown on camera meltdown. with some scream yeah. some scream acting yeah exactly uh, That'll, yeah. get you, that'll get you. But what y'all think about Doctor Who as the bad guy here? I love, I <laughs> I love doing this, dude. Guys. He chewed up yeah. the scenery. I thought he was fantastic yeah. in this. I love it. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't so like good. it. Uh, there's a quote from him uh, that I want to share real quick. It says Christopher Eccleston described this as, quote, a terrible film in which I gave a <laughs> terrible performance. Adding that before Doctor Who in 05, people who recognized him mostly shouted, You were go- in gone in 60 seconds, mate. You were shit. <laughs> He says, and he says, I have to laugh at that because I was. I disagree. I thought he was rad in this. I, I know. It, it's, it's exactly great. what you want. Yeah. Apparently, that's his real accent. That's his real Lancashire accent because he yeah. didn't want to come across as posh or Cockney, which right. is basically what we got when we finally heard Vinnie Jones. Was right. Yeah. yeah. And Vinnie Jones, everything else we've ever seen him in, mm-hmm. was was ridiculously co- beyond Cockney. Like yeah. insane. Right. Like he plays he plays freaking hooligans who get into street fights. Like yeah. that's his uh-huh. you know, and he does the street fighting so good. That was a really good street fight scene. He's great. I love that dude. The minute I saw him, I went, yeah. sweet, bring him in. Let's do it. I love that guy. He's great. And then he never talked and i was kind of annoyed but then when he talked i thought okay there's a payoff but scott tell me that your favorite parts of the movie were vinnie jones just (laughs) using brute force to have his way hell yeah like when he came to break up the the car you know the fight where they were trying to kill cage for whatever (laughs) i was just dying that was fantastic when he lights the car on fire, <laughs> sticks a rag in it. I love the idea of just him slowly walking up and just going, all right, and just putting yeah. a rag in a, in a car and just in that, and just yeah, blow this thing all, up. This is he, what we're doing he's now. One of, he's a highlight of all those Guy Ritchie movies. I just love that dude. Yeah. He, he's, there's, yeah. a, there's a little bit of this movie that reminded me of the Michael Mann movie Heat that we sacked a couple yeah, years yeah, ago. A little bit. 
deep. And yeah. there was just something about it. I guess diners at night in L.A. or something. I don't know. Maybe. But it, it's also just, you know, it's a heist movie, obviously. So that's a big part of it. But also, and, I don't know. This is like a lighter hearted version of that, I guess. The, of, mm-hmm. of, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and so, like, I was in that frame of mind. And then it slowly dawned on me as I'm watching the film. Oh, my gosh. This is the source material for Fast and the Furious, the mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. the whole thing. It, yeah. This movie right. even literally ends with the whole crew having a picnic, like, right, like right. every Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's bizarre. Was yeah. he in? I can that, see it. I can see. Sorry, I didn't realize this, but Vinny Jones was in uh, Arrow. Ibit, do you remember him being in Arrow? He was uh, no, Danny Danny really. Brick Brickwell, whoever that is. Rick Brick. Did you say Rick Brickwell? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name. Danny Brick Brickwell. I uh, don't remember him in there at all. That's three, funny. Four, five episodes. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine episodes of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he, he must have been a big bad for a season. For whatever reason, I didn't uh, uh, He was in there. Anyway. Those later seasons of Arrow just get so yeah. dumb. Right. They're not. So how do y'all feel about... How do y'all feel about... Okay, so this is a heist movie. Straight up. We're just doing it in you know, a little mini heist as we go along, but how'd you guys feel uh, about, about the ending where this is how we resolve everything. Okay. So it's kind of like, all right, I've gotten myself in so deep. You're like, he's run from the whole police department. There's no mm-hmm. way Nicholas cage is not going to either be dead or in jail. And it's just <laughs> like, it's like, oh, well, if I save the cop who's primarily behind me, he'll let me go. <laughs> then all the other cops will say, and well, you save yeah. that cop, so I guess we're going to leave him alone. And like, it's, you know, said, don't fine. worry, we don't give him a pass. But yeah. It's fine that we literally destroyed, you know, millions of dollars worth of equipment, you know, police Cause equipment. accidents being chased. Policemen in the hospital. I mean, millions the, and millions of dollars of all damage. All the people on the bus that are grabbing their heads as yeah. they're walking out, like oh that, man, that GT five, you know, five hundred, that is gone. It is it's absolutely gone. And they have so much evidence, right? Like yeah, so right. much evidence. We saw him, right? Like they they broke into a freaking Ferrari warehouse, like that had given right. Exactly. A Ferrari warehouse, and they stole all these Ferraris that were like sixty sevens and seventy threes. Like that exists. What are you talking about? But like they they surely have traffic camera footage of all those cars, right? Like that alone is enough to put every single person in this crew in prison. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The things that that people get busted for are for way less than you know the stuff. I mean, they'll terrorize the whole town. I mean, even if people. I know they said, well, oh, at least they returned the cars back. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's just mm-hmm. a penance mm-hmm. for and everything really, that happened. And really the ending is uh, he things would have happened exactly the same whether he brought back 49 cars or one car. Right. You know, right. It was basically like, nope, you didn't bring back enough, so we're going to kill you and we're going to kill yeah. your brother and, and all they should this. Have just killed, they should have just killed Doctor Who right from the beginning and it would have been over. They could just all went home and they would have been hiding from one murder and been done. Nice. There's a, there's a trope in all of this, Scott, oh, this, uh, this, uh, why you can't, this too much. <laughs> it's way too much violence. There's so much more violence <laughs> than, than was ever called for. Right. By just any, age 20 years. I just heard right. it happen right here before. Right. Us. <laughs> it, it's, 
it's just like, it's it's insane how we go along with this, and I do. I totally oh, yeah. go along with this. Oh, in the moment, this escalation of violence thing. But it, you can just feel like the whole movie. You can feel the people making the film going, "Okay, now how do we go? How do we drive the cars faster? How do we smash even more in each scene?" The escalation of violence is just insane, and it's like there's a point where you get really numb to it. You know, yeah. Like you just can't. You can't. Like uh, basically, then he jumps the the freaking Shelby over, over a, over a hundred cars and, and (laughs) keeps driving. Right. Yeah. And, and you're just like, it's, it's like climax. If I had my only, (laughs) if I had my only complaint about the movie, really, because I did enjoy this watch through, I really enjoyed it, but Mm -hmm. I think it just goes a little too long. Um, and, and, and the length comes from these car chase things that are just sort of terminal you know they just go on for right. forever and i understand it's a car porn movie that's what we're there for is these cars and and that world and you know or this is this is this is a precursor to things like fast and the furious which would really lean into the whole car thing yeah right. um it completely blew my mind that this this was released before i thought that the first fast and furious movie came out before this one but I had to look it up and was surprised. Oh, it's, it's suddenly that series feels like a ripoff and not, and not bad in a bad way. No, yeah, yeah. In fact, if anything, they, they boil they, down they, the good parts, right. right? Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they move forward. So, sure. all right. So when you take a car off a sweet jump like that, we've seen it plenty of times in our life. Are we at a point now where you could just go, okay, we all know. I mean, <laughs> the U joint will be know. completely shot. Yeah, there, there's no way, <laughs> no way that you're driving away from that like nothing happened okay there's it so stop with the jumps just stop with the jumps unless the jump ends with reality where it's like okay i did get away but now i gotta walk because i just mm. busted my car up or it it drives away like you know like in a joke where it's like going, what just, they needed was another tow truck on the other side Right. Then he could have come down that ramp smoothly. <laughs> See, right. now that would be something. But Actually, cars don't, the weight of cars aren't like that. They're not meant, unless no, it was specifically no. designed for that. It's going to flip or it's going to, you no. know. And I just want to say, you were, like you were really close, Brian, but you were really close. What they needed <laughs> was, because when he lands, when he lands a jump like that, that old car, all the wheels are going to break off, right? Like it's going oh, to yeah. be absolutely undrivable. So what he needed to do is just land on another flatbed tow truck and then steal that and drive the tow truck on. Yes. There you go. That's what needed yeah. to happen. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's what you need to do. Like, well, that person should have died. Oh, that person should have died. The guy who gets, who gets, uh, demolishing wrecking ball through a wall in a car. Yeah, that <laughs> guy should have died. Die. Yeah, that's that's the thing. This this is a Disney. This is a Touchstone film, yes. and so there were there were really no deaths. There only was one gunshot, only one side boob. I mean, there's a, yep. a definite limitation <laughs> for what you can do. And well, you, and I mean, they were also aiming for a PG-13 movie, but Touchstone. Right. I think Touchstone had R-rated films, didn't they? That's the whole point of Touchstone existing. Uh, yeah. Once again, I think even the R-rated stuff is probably like one boob. I mean, it's <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna go so far. There's there's definitely a you know a set. Of, of things you can do and can't do. Let me look. This uh, it's up. also a situation where, like, if they would have had, if he would have killed that, if the guy would have died with the wrecking ball, that would have put an extra level of, like, oh, well, they're not going to let Nicolas Cage off scot free. They're not, you know, yeah. he, basically, he caused at least one death that way. Yeah, and definitely would have died. I mean, yeah. and, and if you're working an area like that, 
I mean, I know things are loud, but trust me, if there's 50 cop cars flying around, you're definitely going <laughs> to see something and go, it's like, okay, maybe we should stop wreck balling. You while, mean all, uh, the, all the people are just continue working? And yeah, like, I'm like, okay. There's yeah. a trope for you. Mm. The, the people who don't notice very, yes. very obvious things right behind them. Right. All Such over this a, movie. Such a trope. Yeah, exactly. Then away, just for funsies, here's the list of, there's the full list of rated R films. Uh, producer released by Touchstone, and there's some stuff in here I would say is eh, I'm not I'm not R-rated. So like what like nine and a half weeks? What's no, in here? Downtown uh, Beverly Hills? No, listen, that doesn't have any boobs at all. Just to me, talk, you're also, about some stuff. but you're also talking Sex. about a different era. You're not talking about yeah, you know now today. Like I don't even know if Touchstone yeah, even does stuff, but it's like Hulu is for Disney what Touchstone was for them back in the day because now they own right. Hulu. Pretty they, Woman is R only because it deals with the subject. Of prostitution, there is nothing in the film yeah, that but really. But makes forget it about that one. Look at some of these other ones. Color like, money. Color money has naked. I think uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Two boobs. That I think. Two or boobs. just a butt. Two boobs. Two boobs. Uh, that, that'll get you an R for a Disney film. Ruthless people is brutal on the language side. Um, wasn't there somebody naked on the beach in cocktail with uh, Tom Cruise? I know it wasn't Elizabeth Shue, but uh, isn't there? I don't a, remember. Do you remember the ref? That's a great movie, by the way. Oh, lovely oh I ref. love that. That was a lot of language. It's a comedy. With lots That's a of Christmas language. movie. Isn't that a Christmas movie? Oh, it totally. is a Christmas Christmas movie. Christmas time. Yeah. Totally. Yep. They did the Jerky Boys movie, which is rancid. Uh, let's see. There's other stuff. Metro is real sweary. I'm not saying it's. I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying they're putting. I'm not know, seeing no nine and a half weeks in this in this little list. Well, I'm not seeing nothing like that. Um, uh, I mean, if you're just looking for, nine I'm not and a half seeing weeks. Sharon Stone showing her. You know. Or hoo ha! <laughs> I'm not seeing that level, right? There's no, there's no color of night with uh, Bruce Willis yeah. being in the uh, right. In the pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hated seeing that. I remember, <laughs> I remember the time going. Okay, don't want to see that. Well, not going to die hard, are you? Look, Apocalypto, 2006. That was a that was a violent ass movie. That was a violent. Oh, movie, violence yeah. is different. You can do anything. You can be violent. Yeah, I mean, this is. This is fine. That's that's what you do. Well, oh, I guess they've been. I guess they still make movies under that title. Anyway, whatever. Oh no, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen is the last time there was a Touchstone film, and it was yeah. uh, the Fifth Estate, which is that They're Benedict Cumberbatch, now, uh, Julian Assange thing that did not does not hold up given the change in the story with Julian Assange now. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, check this out. Scott Rosenberg wrote this thing and then left early and then supposedly J.J. Abrams came and punched up the script. But this writer's significant to me because he had a pretty good career going for a while there. Uh, things like Con Air, Disturbing Behavior, High Fidelity, then this movie. And then he made Imposter and Highway. Those are both great. And then in 2003 made Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, now there's a film sack movie. <laughs> he then disappeared until 2017 after Kangaroo Jack. There was no other work. A lot of a lot of death threat, a lot of death threats. Yeah, and when he got back, know. he did Jumanji, yeah. Welcome to the Jungle, Venom, Jumanji: The Next Level, and One Punch Man, which isn't done yet. But those are um, all great. But those last three did all right. Those Jumanjis, yeah. in particular, were. So what, what you're saying great. is he, he went away for a decade, and but the checks kept came coming. You know, like the, these yeah. residuals kept coming in. Yeah. He piled up a bunch of money and became a producer. Yeah. And like his production credits are pretty good. Like yeah. he, this guy produces TV series like High Fidelity and Nightfall, and uh, you know he's he seems to be doing okay. Yeah, he wrote High I, Fidelity, the movie. So he's. I would like to know what he uh, what he was on 
Like when he wrote Con, <laughs> to, to write Con Air and then Gone in sixty seconds, like right. there, there's some there's some drug involved. Yeah, maybe yeah. testosterone. Can- kangaroo meat. He ate a lot of kangaroo meat. <laughs> kangaroo Jack. So then he's he's an actor in this. So this is the reason I brought all this up. He's actually oh. in this film. He's uh, plays the private doctor. Oh really? The yeah. private uh, practitioner doctor? Yeah, yeah that, that guy. Was, yep. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Our since, only uh, gunshot wound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember who. He was like the honestly that didn't need to be in the movie. We no. we were going to be just fine if if they just you know let it. The fact that up. he went, yeah, the fact that uh, Kip uh, went with him and when it showed remorse because his mm. friends got hurt, that's all you really needed. You didn't right. need that to show the, the actual that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you sure. could have had the other discussion. You're showing you you're showing Rabisi growth. Yeah, oh, yeah. growth. I got a little subplot though. He stows away, then he stands and stares at people in a pool party. All the whole thing yeah. could have just been cut, and it doesn't make uh, lick a difference to this movie. Who wants to do a pop right. quiz with me? If I ask you a pop quiz, who wants to answer? I'll take oh, it. Oh, anyway. oh interesting. Yeah. Right, you we'll know what? All of you can try. Yeah, I think we just all just take turns. No, no, nobody can look at trivia because that's where I found this. Oh yeah, okay. So I'm looking at trivia. The film Shoot cast it. includes three Oscar winners. Name them. Nicholas Cage, Jolie, uh, Jolie, uh-huh. uh, Robert Duvall. Duvall. Got it. That's it. That's three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping we it would be it. harder. Yeah, it wasn't that hard, but uh, yeah, it's significant. It, uh, it you know, is. Your little action movie has all these uh, big time actors in it. The whole thing reminded me of an Ocean's movie. Weirdly, absolutely. Uh, the it's only right, thing is, it's, movie, it's, but, it's yeah. like the right. It's like Ocean's Eleven, but split into tiny little. 11.1, 11.2, 11. 11.3. <laughs> yeah, I would have I could have gone for more montage moments. The only real montage was the phone call segment. The phone montage, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. But I, I, I like I'd like, a, to... I like a busy shop where people are pounding together car shit and that didn't that yeah. didn't really happen. That was Frankie Fish is dead. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh he like left to... out with Frankie Fish. Oh. <laughs> I like to go back and watch this with the sound off. And the reason why is I'm interested in what they were doing with the color palette. They were using red, yellow, green, red light colors uh, in the opening. And they used that theme, that color palette uh, throughout the film. And I was trying to see if there was consistency uh, in it. I I couldn't notice it while I was watching everything else, trying to follow story actors Mm -hmm. and everything else. But uh, like, I'd be interested in going back and taking a peek at that because it was a really rich or, I wouldn't say rich. It was very uh, oversaturated a lot yeah, of times. Very, very much. And in, it also it felt, it felt like a movie that wasn't made 20 years ago. It felt like a movie right, that right. colored like something you'd color today. And they worked uh, in blues too, which were mostly neons. And it was mostly when it was do- dealing with the uh, the dock and yeah. that kind of stuff. But I was just curious. I, I wanted to see if they successfully pulled off any you know subtle color palette that was going you on. You guys think I, it's I sexist to name a bunch of cars after ladies? You think that's a thing? Uh, no, because it was names like Eleanor. If it was like, you know, <laughs> sexy stripper names, then I would go, yes. But no, it was just, you know, Tawny. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just standard. <laughs> Center stage. Well, I have a connection. And to, apparently that's a real thing, too. It's not just a thing for this movie. It's mm, sure some of these cars. Yeah. Yeah. And ships and stuff. There's a history of this. But yeah. Um, I don't know. It, to me, it's like, all right, fine. They're all ladies. I no, I mean, I mean these specific names. Um, I think this was another thing in the trivia that there is a list of the real. Yeah, here we go. The right. list of cars with their code names. Some of these code names don't co co uh, um, coincide coincide with what is actually said in the movie. But there's like a there's a precedence for this. 
Okay. Um, with these names. Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. No, that's fine. Randy, you're and part right. of this, I wanted to, it part of the 70s. Another connections trivia question. You ready? Yeah, go. Mm-hmm. There were nine actors that appeared in this movie, Gone in sixty seconds, and also appeared in the television series uh, Hawaii Five O. One oh. of them, very very obvious. Um, the newer old, the new, new one, oh. and, <laughs> the and old one. Uh, uh, Robert Duvall. Yeah. That's about as good as you. <laughs> well, well, I was naked. That's why I was. That's why I was going. Go ahead. <laughs> so I just like a bunch of them are also ran. So I just want to uh, challenge you to name three, three, and you know, one is a gimme. Name three actors. Yeah. Who movie i've never seen an episode of the new hawaii 50 so scott con and yeah. i'm done uh, <laughs> right rubisi's got to be in it right i nope. mean no rubisi he's such a, he's such a i don't think he's he in just seems like he'd fit perfectly in there i don't think he's in there how Is about Bodie elfman <laughs> uh hold on hold on you say they're nine there's Jeez, nine, but uh, there are a bunch of bit part players. Uh, nine. There's right. three that stand out. All of has got to be in there, right? No, he's never been on. Wow, that. these would be like never been in white. That's yeah. weird. It was to be the two that that's I would suspect because BC does TV stuff all the time. Yeah, he's. I loved him on My Name Is Earl. He was great on there. Um, I loved him on Friends. Oh, he's, yeah, he was great on Phoebe's Friends. Sister, actually, brother. Yeah. Phoebe's brother, right? The crazy brother sister, yeah, wackadoo brother. Um. Oh man, uh, let's try this Duval guy, the the James Duval yes, guy. James James Duval, yes, yeah, one and then for Hawaii Five O. Okay, there's oh, two. Yeah, the single L uh, Duval, Duval, James Duval. Duval, Duval. Sorry, Duval. Uh, uh, that's all I got. I so, uh, so both uh, Chi McBride and Master P uh, were in uh, Hawaii Five O, uh, which just oh, doesn't. Right. It doesn't entirely track. Like I, they don't seem like the kind of actors that you would be casting for Hawaii Five O. But there they are. They, is that show still they, going? Is that still a thing? Well, is anything in twenty twenty? I, I mean, know. like, there's a lot of shows on it, high Um, yeah. hold on, Hawaii Five O. I yeah, think it's still it is going. Still going. It's really ru- long running. How many seasons is it so Ten far? Years I mean, it's now. Like Ten years now. Yeah, yeah it's deep. It basically ended when, or sorry, it started right around the time Lost ended. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of lost people who moved over to the right. Room. I remember that. Hey, yeah. we're already here in Hawaii. Let's just move on yeah. over. Sounds good. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, Daniel, I Daniel, did buy a house here thanks to uh, Daniel Day people. Kim was living in, well, moved and stayed in Hawaii. And so they immediately picked him up. Uh, oh, yeah. There, was, were, there were also living, BSG people, but yeah. Anyway. I, I was living in Hawaii when they started filming Hawaii 5 the series. And then they, they had the world premiere there in, in Honolulu. And it was fraught, like to say the least. It was it was fraught. There was a very strained relationship between the production of Hawaii Five O and the people who lived there, because they all want to love it and celebrate it, and at the same time they freaking hate it so yeah. much. Yeah. You know? well, well, what's the deal? I mean, it's like ten years on, they're probably used hard. to it now, right? I mean, they okay now. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not even noticed in Hawaii they anymore. Don't even right? notice now, okay. All those procedural drama mo- films or TV shows seem like they're really just really difficult. Like the, they're just grueling with, uh, with production. Yeah. Plus and they so, last forever yeah. because there's like a demographic of people that just eat this stuff up and it's you know, right. They make money on more place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys clearly, you guys clearly haven't seen Hawaii. Five I have seen she, it twice. No. Two times. She McBride, she I thought McBride I said that at the beginning. Okay. I she, thought I said it too. Uh, you you would have known Chi McBride. He's in 160 episodes of Hawaii. Oh, all right. oh wow. I love Chi McBride, though. Well, he's like probably somebody's police chief or something, right? Like he's in charge of something, I'm sure. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, what, I'm, what, I've what, seen what two episodes of the show, and I thought it was okay, but it didn't hold me, <laughs> and so I didn't come back. <laughs> short for Chi Chi McBride. Chi Chi McBride. Uh, short for Kenneth. Kenneth. Chi is Kenneth. For, really? You think so? Yeah. Well, oh, it's pronounced know. shy, by the way. His uh, that makes yeah, it makes sense. He attended Shiloh Academy. So I don't yeah, know if that's where it came from. No, it's a shortening of Chicago. Uh, well, yeah, it looks like it is. But which wait, is you think? Yeah, is the Ken? Wait, wait. Makes sense. Now I'm super confused. What was the name it's supposed to be like, or it's shortening for? Oh no, I mean, call his real name is Kenneth. His real name is Kenneth McBride, but um, but shy. It, it doesn't it doesn't say where it comes from, but it says it's pronounced like shy s h y. Um, but I think Randy's right. It's got to come from Chicago. Chi-town. He was born in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Town. And there are only uh, two. McBride's I even know of in Hollywood. It's him and Danny uh, McBride. Danny McBride. <laughs> close close yeah. relative. Those are the only <laughs> those are the only two that come to mind for some reason. Are there other McBrides? Uh, let's see. Melissa McBride. Oh yeah, yeah. Melissa yeah. McBride. Oh right. She's a country singer, right? Uh is she? She might do some acting as well. Let's see. Yeah. McBride. Um Yeah, there's not very many. Oh no, Melissa McBride is uh right, Walking Dead, duh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking Carol. Dead. Carol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we thinking of Melissa Etheridge? No, I'm thinking of another Melissa Mick something. Not McCarthy, but <laughs> Melissa like, Mick. Uh, you know the a, Melissa Mick. I think a guy ran into something here though. There's not a lot of. There's like three popular McBrides, and that's. I'm looking at a giant list of actors. I don't know any of these people, but this your new theory. Well, I mean, there's a you know, there's Brian McBride, who's an American track and field athlete. There's uh, Connor McBride, a computer science uh, researcher and lecturer at the University of uh, Stathclyde. Oh yeah. There's uh, American poet poet uh, Dick McBride. There's uh-huh. uh, I would love Francis it if Scott McBride, a Presbyterian <laughs> minister, active in the Anti Saloon League. Oh, but you know what? Oh. Every single one of those real life people is actually a performance art by Danny McBride. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm looking to see if there is a Martina McBride. Martina McBride. Martina, yeah, that sounds right. Navratilova. That sounds like that thing she was thinking of. The country I knew I could. Martina McBride is the. That's who I was thinking of. Is the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. I still need to watch the Righteous Gemstones. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, you absolutely do. Yeah, Yeah. I've been meaning to. God, will there be a second season of that? I don't know. It's been so long. Maybe not. Get in there, make it happen. Uh, All right, I have a gross moment. Let's see if you guys can guess it. Hold on. I remember gross, during, yeah, I remember during the film thinking, oh, that really grossed Scott well, out. Now, I can't remember. It's, it's Angelina Jolie licking barbecue sauce off That's of it. the kid's fingers. Come on. Go. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give that number one, but there's a close second. So I since that's too uh, easy, what do you, what do you is think? Is it my salted? Is it salted beer hash? <laughs> no. <laughs> no salted no. beer hash. That was that was like you almost want to believe that he, Nick Cage actually ate food. That <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi actually cooked. Oh yeah, oh, that was pretty had. rough. And that that, per, that little performance joke where he sits back and goes, mm, "It's it's good, it's good." Yeah, and, and that's why it didn't gross me out. So perfect. It was well done, but I that's partly why it didn't gross me out because I know that stuff's you know you just stage that stuff. Mm. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Whereas the licking is like, yeah, you're you're doing it. Here. That's really yeah, the fingers at Angelina Jolie's. Yeah. Mouth. So no, nobody sent us any uh, emails last week. Hold from on, our, hold on. Our, we're, we're still need, we're still need number two. All right, still need to figure out what's number two. Number two. Yeah, number it two was is a bathroom gonna, scene. Let's see. Uh, I don't think you're going to get it because it's it's a little <laughs> her, bit obscure. Her, uh, her. Did anybody puke and then not brush their teeth immediately <laughs> afterwards in this film? That's um, always a winner, but no. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Her, her oh, was it digging through poop? Nope. 
No, yeah, it happens off screen anyway. The concept of that is gross, but it's not. They didn't do anything. It's yeah. I have to. They have to really show me a thing for me to gross me out. Right. Okay, I'll tell you because you're never going to get it. There's a scene where they shotgun through, or they're they're running through some neighborhoods, like little tiny backyard neighborhoods, uh-huh. and there's one that has a bunch of chickens, and they oh, shoot the yeah. chicken coop, and it explodes into a cloud of feathers, and then everyone yeah. just runs through there with their mouth open. That's gross. Yum yum yum, chicken feathers. You're gonna get some kind of SARS, MERS nightmare virus, Asian bird flu. Sure, get the hell out of that backyard. That's so gross. Um. Anyway, what were you? Somebody was saying something. Oh, Brian was. Oh, 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 we, we, our huge discussion last week about licking versus biting apple germs. I was like, surely somebody oh, must no, have weighed in on. Oh, no, we didn't get on... a single email about that. Wow. Isn't that crazy? We well, got emails about tons of other no stuff. No opinions. I know. You know why? I was like. I think I know why. Because I think we spent about 10 argument? minutes talking about it, and we pretty much covered it. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. Okay, fair point. We were very thorough in our discussion. We were extremely thorough in yeah. our licking versus eating an apple. Yeah. I don't think we left. <laughs> we, we didn't leave anything. There was nothing right. left. For that. No, stone, no stone unturned. Yeah. Right. Um, I put. Uh, I wrote a note here that says... <laughs> It says I'm a sucker for a heist not or I'm I'm a sucker for heist nonsense, but there is too much driving and not enough heisting. I don't know if I feel that way now after sleeping yeah. on it. That yeah, is, I dis- I disagree completely. Yeah. I w- I would actually say this movie kept showing us them hot wiring cars to a point where I'm like, I get it. You don't need to show yeah. me. Right. I get how they're stealing the cars. I, yeah, I get just, it. just need them uh-huh. just need them pulling out somewhere. I just need to see them pulling out. That's all. They got the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. Ryan likes to watch people pull out. <laughs> yeah, pull out just come that on out while uh angelina jolie how, and page were watching the, the couple have sex yeah, doing the ferrari yeah, yeah i'll happen. tell you something that was effective though effective in writing and then directing it and then editing it very effective setting me up for the idea that i need to be tense about the cars getting scratched yeah as little damage as possible to the car. So when before we really just cross the line on just destroying this Shelby, mm-hmm. the first when that first scratch happened, that was a yeah. lot of attention up to then. That's it. it, it yeah, but it, it was, off the passenger mirror, and then yeah. you see the car with the mirror firmly <laughs> attached at least right. seven more times. Yeah, that's from exactly. that's from inside shots, though, right? So he's obviously no, he's probably, no. It's an outside shot where outside you shot? see, yeah, the mirror like a second after he breaks the mirror off and he's avoiding the cop that's coming down the alley. You see right. him pull out, and the mirror is completely attached, and it's totally fine. Interesting, interesting. Was, I didn't say that. Oh, that's I, I, we've already established that the. Uh, the Hummer got pretty dang scratched but, up but with the, Vinnie Jones driving was, it down the. <laughs> the Hummer was fine because it 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 had like all this uh, you know external equipment to protect the actual body of the vehicle. The, so I was all like the, uh, aftermarket stuff that Snake yeah, put on there. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I I get kind of accepted. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But then we had that vintage, you know, show. I did not want that thing to get touched you know we had, they had, did they did a really good job oh i just bare, i just barely want you to drive that shelby like yeah, that yeah thing to so be like kept in a museum good. oh my gosh thing is so beautiful what a car mm-hmm. um well, all right it yes. was a little bit funny like funny almost to the point it's that a little bit i didn't funny. believe it that, <laughs> that that shelby also had nitrous and a cool oh, yeah it says go baby go yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and beyond the red line man yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. and and there were these things like, oh, we can't. We're not in a helicopter that's fast enough to chase this. Oh, shut up! Come <laughs> on. First of all, first of all, let me just. I was so mad. I was so mad. If you have five cop cars fall on a freaking car, yeah. and you have a helicopter, you don't get in line with the cars. No. You fly up high. Mm-hmm. You come back down. Yeah, that's not how helicopters work. Like, and, you have some, and when you know that you're coming up on the airport, you say, oh, well, let's have some cop cars on the other side of the tunnel he's about to go through. Yeah. Right. Uh, waiting for him on the other side because we know he's going through that tunnel. Yeah. But re- rewind. He was in a river. Like, where's he yeah, going to yeah. go? He oh, was yeah. in a river. Gotta like, get out of that. Yeah. There's, they got to know how the exits work. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's not, yeah, not he's not. River. T- that's Terminator 2 River. That's, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, he's not just Terminator. Say, yeah. He doesn't have a motorcycle. He can't just come flying up out of there and jump in the back of a semi. He can't do that. Yeah. yeah every yeah. time I see one of those, it doesn't even matter what movie or what the context is, or even if I'm driving it past it physically, like while we were in Anaheim last time, I just look <laughs> at that, that drainage ditch river and go, right. oh, yeah, Terminator. Uh, Terminator. Yeah. They'd be or, a lot of uh, Greece. I'm amused by you uh, all thinking that's the same thing. There's like 10 of oh, those. Oh, I know they're everywhere. I know that, area. but it, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, they're all, but they're all connected, right? Isn't it all one long? No. 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 Oh. Oh, well, even if they're not, my point is like the that flash flood necessity freaking LA thing. Right. Having right. those. It doesn't matter which one I'm looking at. I just go, oh, yeah, Terminator. He's in the yeah. Terminator. Exactly. Isn't Terminator. it sad to think that that's sometimes filled with Utah water? <laughs> <laughs> stolen, stolen Utah water. Stolen Utah oh, we water. Make pay. We, we make them pay. Did y'all pay for that? We make them pay for it over here. They got yeah. yeah, Arizona especially has to pay us, man. Those Arizona people have to fork over because they're living in the yeah. they're living in Satan's butthole and they need water. And so you better pay up, son. Every now and then, a bunch a bunch of people in these western states get all mad and they're like, "We're going to cut off California." I'm like. Uh, you don't want a second Utah war on your hands. No, I think you need to let no, the water go. No, we don't. I'm fine selling it. It's good. It's good for us. Except we're having like a really low precipitation winter so far, and it's kind of bumming everyone out because that means less water to sell in spring. So, I love that we live in a world where it's just like, oh no, not enough water is kind of bumming us out. But we still have plenty of water, so it's not like the end of the world. It's water just, wars it's are coming, man. We got to figure out a way to get all that ocean water converted, or we're screwed. We got. Oh, I know it's a mystery. How do we do it? How can we possibly get <laughs> ocean water converted <laughs> to potable water? Ocean water into drinkable water? I don't know. It doesn't work. You, do you got to. You, you need new tech or better, cheaper tech. I guess it's really, really right, hard. There to you do. go. It, when it ha- when it becomes financially feasible, then. It will happen. Then it will and happen. And then the world will benefit. Yeah. Then, I am I am really then. excited about quotes. And I just want to say these are actual quotes. This movie has some of the dumbest dialogue when taken out of context. <laughs> oh like, yeah. If well, you, if you're this, if you've listened this far and you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. These quotes are so freaking terrible. Yeah, and it's a fun time to see this movie. You should see it. Speaking of quotes, let's get to some of these clips here. I've got some uh, about Oreos and gummy bears. What do you pay your pit crews with? Oreos and gummy bears? I love the idea that he is just like teaching kids how to drive, you know, carts yeah, around. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Fun. Here's Eccleston uh, peeling the paint off the wall with his acting. Memphis Reigns. The legend precedes you. Ali tells me the best. After you left, auto theft in the South Bay area went down 47%. I do like that accent. Turn on closed caption. Yeah. No. <laughs> he had a really hard time saying auto theft. Yeah. Auto is, he talking about, is he talking about Robert Duvall? <laughs> what, in that quote? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. His name is Otto. Yeah. O-T-T-O. Get it? Yeah. Ha, ha. I yeah. get it. Movie. Yeah, Punch. It's, it's that movie. His is... cars are bigger on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, here's how much time you have to get what you have to get. I have four days to deliver 50 cars, and I have no cars. I have no cars. <laughs> I have no cars. cars. Am I an asshole? Oh, I have yes. that. I have that right here. Do I look like an asshole? Do I look like an asshole? Oh, yeah, yes, you do. Yeah. I love when there's no L in the ho part. Just <laughs> asshole. Do I look like an asshole? Asshole. Yeah, an asshole. Um, all right, how do you know when it's 2000? This clip. When'd you get into town, Rays? Last night. Last night? What for? I thought I'd catch a Lakers game. Heard we got Shaquille. <laughs> oh, those were the days. <laughs> you don't have him now. He retired now. All right, here's some uh, drunk-sounding Raylan Gibbons. By the time you get out, asshole, there won't even be cars. I'll be cruising around your little spaceships. <laughs> That's going to suck. <laughs> you know what? Right what we here. need is that whenever somebody did that, uh, the slow downer to make people sound drunk, yeah. that would be perfect yeah, yeah. on that. Clip. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just he need sounds to draw so it high right yeah. there. Totally. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I cannot believe how lucky we got. We are to get this one this week because it came in two minutes before we started recording. So barely in with this, some audio of way back in the 80s, Brian Ibbett trying to impress his date on his on his prom night. You were just trying to say, hey, look, I've got skills. And, you know, sometimes girls are impressed by the skills of their date. So, Brian, uh-huh. you were trying to convey that. And, and here's here's what you explained to her. I can hack into the DMV mainframe. I can change VIN numbers. I can change addresses, registrations. I can do a lot of really tricky stuff. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention the VIN number thing? Yeah. You seem confident, but not really. I don't know. I I really thought there would have been a clip from my prom date in the in the car with Nicholas right. Cage and Angelina Jolie, but I like that one better. Yeah, one of the because that is the, how I impressed my dates. The cuff in, stuff that, in the car wasn't great. It wasn't very capital. That, that, that's true. The scene I was thinking of when I was saying the quotes from this movie are ridiculously actually from this movie. That entire thing where Nick Cage is just saying parts of cars. As uh-huh. foreplay is just yeah. it's insane. Uh here's a scene and where And why they have oh. sex surrogates? That was weird too. Yeah, that was really weird. That that's a I don't want to think too much about that because that's weird. Right. Isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah it I was think weird. that's weird. We're in agreement. That's weird. Good. All right. Here's uh this moment. I referenced it at the top of the show, uh in the intros. Uh, but I wanted to make this another comment when Nick Cage shows up as a, uh, you know, falsely as someone who's going to buy that Ferrari or whatever, mm-hmm. the guy's talking to the salesman there looked like a porn actor who had the afternoon off. And I just wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> it was really hard for me to focus on the scene. Cause he just looked like one of these guys was like, Hey, and I don't know. So it's hard to explain. <laughs> but anyway, what high porn end, you watch <laughs> accurate to what high end car salesmen look like though. Yeah, it's I so weird. So. They all look like that. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Just a little too, I don't know, something going on there, but here is that interaction. Well, at least the half that, uh, we get from Nicolas Cage. Two Rogers don't make a right. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of lead up for that dumb clip. But yeah, there you go. Two Rogers don't make a right. Get it? <laughs> two Bryans do make a film sack. There you mm-hmm. go. Oh, good hey. Point. That's pretty good, actually. Uh-huh. You made a better joke. It was almost going to be my Twitter post, but I decided I signed uh-huh. out of something better. You made a. Oh, you got you something better a, than that? Yeah, that was really good. You made a better joke than the movie made. That's very good. All right, here's something about self-indulgent wieners. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. I hate that last part. Bloody money. Bloody money. Because he kind of throws an accent in there. Bloody money. Stop. Right. Stop. Nicholas Cage, stop. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, 
this seems like this is old timey as shit. This is something you'd say in the forties. So I can't believe he said it. Here it is. I'd like to get a chocolate malt. No one says I want to get a chocolate malt. No one okay. says that. Does anyone sure. say that? Sure. People who want a chocolate malt, there's lots of places you can still get a chocolate malt. But do you say do you say it? Do you just say y'all say shake? No one if says. it was old times, he would have said a malted. Oh my lord. Oh, there you right. go. Mm, a yes. malted. Doesn't it always sound better? It's like, yeah, oh, I'm malted. malted. Oh, I'm like yeah. a malted, please. I feel like I'm time traveling when I hear that. It's just so weird. <laughs> I, I freaking hate malt in food. I don't understand. Oh, I like a chocolate is, malt. Not too much, are, though. You are stirring pulverized grass into your milk? No, <laughs> it's stop not that. Grass? Malt is not grass, is it? What is it? What is malt? Hold on. What is malt? malted barley? Now I'm freaking out because I don't know. It's what according it is. to what malt you're talking about, malt man. Okay, it's malt to is, add, an is to uh, add a airiness to the sweet uh, uh, treacly substance used as dietary supplement, popular and enhancer for children in Britain. Blah blah blah. Let's see. But I guess the malt is for the rising part, right? The 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 uh, like the, aeration. Or yeah, the, Brian. Like or Brian. Uh, Randy's right. Is freaking barley. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Okay. Well, so it's like, so it's like, it's like, I mean, come on. I mean, sugar is mostly made from sugar cane. I mean, it's like basically chewing bamboo, right? Well, most of the sweeteners we use these days are made out of corn syrup. So similar thing. Yeah. If you're breaking everything down to its most essential, I mean, it's weird. It's a good point. By the way, have you guys had monk fruit before the sweetener monk fruit? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I like it. I just discovered it. I love it. Tina got me to try it. I tried it. It's good. It's real good as an artificial, not artificial as a, as a no calorie, zero calorie sweetener. I can't believe it's not sugar. It's crazy. (laughs) That should be, that should be the product name is I can't believe it's not sugar. (laughs) I feel like the butter people would come after me, but you know, (laughs) right. All right. Here's a cop mention of a cop car thing. I don't know what this is. Look, cop car. Uh huh. Long as I'm in here, you're just going to sit out there, aren't you? I. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) There are a ton of people in that cafe, including the cops. He's screaming. Yeah. Yeah. The cops. He's trying not to bring attention to himself, but it. But what's this part about? I. I, Why that? I. so bad. I think because that guy, uh, the the guy that's chasing him, I think said I eat at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's that was that was his street. Yeah, his like street lingo, and he's trying to dupe it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, I'm never playing this again, but I'm gonna play it one more time. I. That's the last time I ever play it. Oh, you know, does, by the way, you know, we didn't sound mention, like him. I just completely realized we never mentioned Grace Zabriskie from uh, hmm. the mom from Twin Peaks, who's uh, Nicholas oh, yes. mom in yes. this, and who just saw her in Child's Play. Yes. I was actually completely... in the kitchen when I she I feel like we've seen her lately a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, I think so, too, because we brought her up a lot recently. She's yeah. completely silent in this film, like Vinnie Jones. She doesn't even get a line. <laughs> yeah. And I really feel like she's shoehorned in, because without her, there's only one woman in the universe. Like, That's Well, true. and also, yeah, needs basically need her to, to tell... Nicholas yeah. Cage to to get to save his brother and not right right let him twist him all the these Robin Hoods have to be good in the end right yeah what's weird yeah. is I just uh so over the weekend or I guess toward the end of the week me and uh Carter and Kim sat down and watched for whatever reason we we're just in the mood for it, we watched Galaxy Quest and in Galaxy Quest uh Justin Long's mother who's barely in it but is in it is is played by George's girlfriend on Seinfeld and this lady you're talking about now is her mother on Seinfeld. Was, uh, Girlfriend yeah, right. or fiance Susan, that he killed? Susan's uh, 
Well, fiance. So fiance. Yeah, yeah Susan's right. mother. Yeah, mm-hmm. Susan licked the stand or licked the envelopes right. and died. But but anyway, Dang it was it, just George. So, so I just felt this weird sandwich watching that and then watching this. I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody from Seinfeld's in this. What's going on? Seinfeld connection. Okay, <laughs> so I just realized I was talking about a different person. You were talking about uh, the Reigns brothers' mom. Yeah, I'm the, talking about Francis Fisher as Robert Duvall's oh, wife. Oh, she is oh, mute. She just she just yeah. vo- like uh, gestures her disapproval at what Robert yeah, Duvall yeah. is going to do, yeah. and that's don't it. don't get back in with these guys, honey. Don't. Oh, yeah. you're doing it. She didn't get oh. many lines. She didn't get any lines though. She, that's a bummer. No, she didn't. Yeah, I was th- I was thinking the mom said a lot at the at the diner she was working mm-hmm. at. Francis Fisher is is just the quiet wife in the background the entire movie, and there's tons of shots where the gang is like walking into the shop, walking out of the shop, and she's just making sandwiches. Is that what you're saying? There she is. She's just there. She's part of the gang, but no, 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 she doesn't do anything. She'll be the only one that can walk away. Just no, exactly. I don't know what that was. All I can think about is there's still heroin all over the floor in that garage. It's all I I know. I was like, that (laughs) was just blowing it out. I was like, oh man. I mean, like, we're all inhaling. Yeah. You're all gonna get a contact high, and there's a little bit of dirt in that in that. Why would why would you return that? Like you're you're (laughs) criminals and a million dollars in drugs has just been brought to you. I don't think you would. That that was the conflict. Just go buy all the cars that we want. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the conflict. It was like, oh, we can't, we can't mess our current situation up with this crap. They should have let Rabisi be resqueeshy and just let him die in the car and forget about it. Getting all the other cars. Mm -hmm. So much faster. Resqueeshy. All right. Here's a a red clown suit thing. Why don't you just go to the police station in in a red clown suit and let everybody know what we're doing here? That is some, that is some Nick Cage there, man. Uh Red, red clown suit. You just got to start out slow and then you got to build up. Yep. You got to get up there and then come down and then go back up. Why does that need to be a red, why does that need to be a red clown suit? I don't know. Uh, Oh, good question. Yeah. Why red? What's the stereotype I mean, there? I don't know. Okay, I think he, he got confused. I think it was trying to say with a red nose and his like outfit, and he's just like, "I'm angry. I'm not going to say things that make sense. I'm just going <laughs> to." I'm going to now explain a peeve of mine that is a pet peeve of mine that annoys oh, you me. Have a peeve? I don't okay. like it when people say s'mores. I like when people. Oh say, yes, he did do that. It annoyed me too. I was like, Ugh. I like oh. when people say s'mores, and so when right. they when they branch it all out like that, I get annoyed. So here he is doing it. Let's be annoyed together. You should stick around because a little later we're going to make some mores and sing Kumbaya. It's not some mores. Like he said actually, both. Yeah, it actually felt like he said we're going to make some s'mores. s'mores. Let me yeah, try it again. Like I don't hear an better. S between the let's try. Let's try it again s'mores. one more time. You should stick around because a little later we're going to make some mores and sing Kumbaya. He says some mores. Make some mores. Some yeah. mores, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not getting any credit on poorly this. Gross. Line. Yeah, yeah. poorly delivered, and no rate takes. <laughs> no, exactly. It's a one take, one take. No cage. take backs. Here is a pants reference. Keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, Delroy getting a little uh, uh, tiffy. What? 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 <laughs> I don't remember where that was from, but something happened in the car. Uh, all right, here's Nick Cage being Nick Cage. Yes, indeedy. Okay. <laughs> Here he's doing some math for you. How'd check out this math? Call it 80, so you take 80, all right? You subtract it from 200, all right? And we make a deal. And we make a deal. <laughs> what was that in reference to? I'm sure it was something I was supposed to understand. No, you kind of lost me there for like a second. Basically, like, here, you take the, the Shelby's worth 80 million or 80,000. 
take 80, right. I'll pay you the rest and we'll call it even. And yeah. Right. And every time Eccleston would just sort of balk at it, he would go, well, hold on now. The way you do it, and you just make up shit, I think, is what he right. was doing. Because that's what he does. He's good at it. All right. He's here's here's uh, Delroy giving up because of this one simple principle that he's just a sucker for. Brother's love is a brother's love. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's going with something deep. Hey, man, you know, brother's love. Mm, um, it's brother's love. It's, uh, brother's love. <laughs> yeah. it equals, it's the only thing that it equals is a brother's love. Yeah. Uh, right. There's. Speaking if you don't problem, know right? it, you can't understand it. Is what he is saying. Yep, get that if f out if you can't handle the heat or whatever. All right, hey, there's <laughs> that. Let's do this. Uh, we got Star Trek connections uh, coming up soon, so stick around for that. But for now, it's the film sack checklist. Timothy Oliphant looks twelve. Check. Got it. A little bit of facial <laughs> hair. That's all he's got between him and a twelve-year-old. Uh, the last decent mainstream Cage movie. It's arguable. It's arguable. It's arguable. National Treasure, Scott. I don't know. Those movies, they're all right. Uh, Doctor Who sure looks like his... What? Doctor Hirsch... uh, Sorry. Doctor Who sure likes his stolen cars. Check. Hirsch. Hirsch. And his wood. And his wood. Uh, Hey, Star Trek Connection. I understand, Randy, you found a prominent one. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, there were some non-prominent ones, like uh, actors named Lois Hall and Sally Stevens, who had bit parts in this and were also in The Next Generation. But our many times referenced Tim DeZarn gets a credit in this movie. Uh, He was also in The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager, that guy. But the standout is Ken Jenkins. Now... Uh, he was a blink and you missed him televangelist on televangelism in Gone in 60 Seconds. But he was also Dr. Paul Stubbs in the TNG episode Evolution. Mm. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Paul Stubbs. Mm-hmm. And he was, you'll, you'll know him as angry old man, Dr. Kelso on oh, Scrubs. Right. Yeah. So right. He's the guy who gets out of the car with the, uh, at the valet. Uh, and, and his wife and, uh, basically, uh, mirror man kicks his wife out and says, yeah, get out. Yeah. yeah. How weird is it that he was Dr. Paul Stubbs and Dr. Do- also Dr. Kelso on scrub. That wasn't yeah. mirror oh, man. Wow. That's just the mirror man who did that in the, uh, no, the, that was the, the mirror man's the bad guy. No, this no. is, this is part of the crew. Oh, no, Master no, no. P- he was Master a special, man, he was a special the envoy crew. from the, they were doing a major experiment. He got there on the ship. It all went to shit, and he kept forcing it through. And it got it got all the little nanites killed in the computer system. And it turns out that they were alive. <laughs> we're still talking about Mirror Man. Oh, were you guys talking about Mirror Man? Oh, sorry, like, shit. No, 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 no. It's okay. We're, we're gonna let you finish. No, no, we're gonna let you finish. I guy. thought you were talking Mirror about Kelso. The, Mirror sorry. Man is the kid who's wearing the 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 mirror glasses. Mirror shades. Okay. Yeah, Rubisi's buddy. Well, I'm buddy. confused. Who has to? Who has the amazing spot of keeping a guy in a guard shack <laughs> occupied? While <they laughs> oh, and he does the, the Barbie dance. Oh, he was great. Was awesome. He was real good. I like. Oh, that. and the guy, by the way, the guy in the, um, the guy that he's entertaining with the Barbie dance is John Carroll Lynch, who, um, in addition to growing up in Boulder, Colorado, was also in Fargo as Gunderson. Norm oh, Gunderson. no way! Yeah, love that. Wait, not he's Marge. Been, he's been in everything too. Not Marge. Marge Gunderson's husband. Oh, the husband. You know, the, 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 they the, sell the penny stamps too, you know. Yeah, you know, I got the mallard <laughs> on there. I got the mallard. And he's oh. been like every American horror story is the murder every season. Uh, he's great. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he made Margie eggs, and then she went to work, and then her car. That's right. Started. Exactly. Yeah. 
He's the best. All right. Uh, hey, soundtrack grade. I give it a CBOCM for good because of the Crystal Method track that's in there. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it's fine. Whatever. It's action-y yeah. stuff. Yeah, and- you got Better Days by Papa Roach. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It starts, it starts with this Moby song that was so popular. Oh, like, I love it was, like, I love that album. I was so into yeah. it. Uh, yeah, that album that album really blew up in like 1999 mm-hmm. and everybody had that album was listening to it. And so it starts with that song, but then that opening sequence where you're seeing close-ups of fake pictures of Nick Cage and Giovanni Ravisi growing up in Long Beach, mm-hmm. it went on for the whole song. They didn't they they, they didn't cut a second. They played the whole song. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that right? song. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what it is about that album. It's called Play is the name of the album. I still have the CD mm-hmm. and I listen to it all the time on digital. It's just it's an amazing piece it's of work. But I, it's weird that I have not continued to go down what he's done since. I just haven't paid attention. Well, I get the next couple albums from him, but that's about it. it, it none of it was as good as Play. Play was just so such a landmark, but uh, yeah. We're All Made of Stars was, was okay. What's so funny is up until Play... His his albums get no real big certifications. Mm-hmm. Play happens, two times platinum, four times platinum, six mm-hmm. x platinum, uh, gold status. These other whatever, all these things, and then mm-hmm. eighteen. The next album has almost that amount, but just a couple less. The one after that, mm-hmm. a little bit less. Next one's down to three. Next one's down to one. And now every album since two thousand and eleven, uh, and you know twelve more albums, nothing again. So apparently, I'm yeah. not the only one that fell off, but. No, I st- I stopped after a couple albums after play. So, yeah. so that represents. By the way, uh, before we get emails, Citizen King did the song "Better Days" in the bottom uh, drops, not Papa Roach. But no, uh, nobody why, can tell those two yeah, bands apart. Yeah. Why? Why is it credited to the John Benson Brooks Trio? Is that an alternate name for must Citizen? Be, must be a cover. Maybe oh. they couldn't. Maybe Citizen King demanded too much. <laughs> Uh, I I heard, I heard when I heard better days I was like oh I for, I forget the name of the band and I went and looked it up and John Benson Brooks Trio I must be must be the version in the movie as a cover because uh, Citizen movie, King did have the hit this movie soundtrack has so many on the nose songs mm-hmm. it's almost painful like Low Rider mm-hmm. uh, the song uh, Ben Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction <laughs> right. yeah. is in this movie yeah um, there's another one that was uh. Oh, I forget what it was. Like, there's a ride on Josephine by George Ger- George Thorogood, man. Yeah. What what is it? like why are these movie the, the movie didn't need these songs to be talking about the movie. I kind they of could just be good that, songs. Though. I enjoyed I enjoyed all. I the soundtrack again, the score whatever, but the soundtrack, you know, music stuff, license stuff, I I was fantastic. I totally enjoyed it. Oh, uh, and I think so I'm yeah. looking at what you're talking about, Randy. So they uh the song Better Days uses a sample of El Bluebird, which I think is the part that's performed by the John Benson Brooks trio, maybe. Oh so that's how they're getting that credit, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's a good maybe. maybe. I think you're right. This was a great, great, great time for music like that. That's what we're really saying. Mm-hmm. Like from it was a from great time for music like this. Yeah, for me, a great time. for me, my favorite, uh, this is apropos of nothing really, but my favorite period of time for m- that kind of music is, is really like 98 through like 2004. That was a strong time. Those are good times for music. Mm-hmm. 
people always says, ah, the aughts don't have anything good. Uh, you're not looking hard enough. <laughs> maybe maybe from 04 on, not so great, but... Or I was saying that you should punch them. The internet just... Oh, everything. the internet. Oh, I thought you meant real people. The, ru- the internet ruined everything. <laughs> it made everything great and bad at the same time. That's just the truth. All right, moving on. Where are we now? Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this. This is a uh, sound tr- or no, a Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. I believe this time we're going to start with um, Randy. Gone in 60 seconds. A gang of guys come together for one night only, and only one of them brought a girl, and she's weird. But I, I guess the old guy brought his wife, and she literally never speaks, just like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Yeah, oh. the return of Ibbett's house on a Saturday. Well done. Nice. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Hey, gone in 60 seconds, like getting crushed in a Pontiac Firebird at the scrapyard. Faster, please. I want it to be gone in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're going to like my alternate titles today. Finally, Brian Ibbett. Gone in 60 seconds. Nicholas Cage assembles a group of professional car thieves to accomplish an almost impossible task of stealing 50 cars in 72 hours, but spends so much of the movie sitting around and explaining what he's going to do that when he finally gets around to stealing the cars, he believably runs out of time. What did I think of the film? Out of characters. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say you can't even get a hashtag in there. You're done. Exactly. Yeah. Because I ran out of characters because I was oh, explaining everything see. that I was doing. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I see what you did there. I see exactly what he did. That's great. All right, look at this. Just handed to me this card with two alternate titles. Actually, there's a bonus one on the back. This is interesting. Uh the first one was gone in 120 minutes. That's just how long the movie is. Um, and then I want to thank Jeff online for coming up with this gone in 600,000 milliseconds, which really is the oh, same thing. It's, wow. That's how long this film is. Yeah. So if you didn't know how long you sat there and watched this 600,000 milliseconds is how long this film is. And I would like to per, uh, say that the MPAA should start uh, listing times of film length and run time as milliseconds. I love that idea. For some that's, reason. I think that's wrong. I think a millisecond is a thousandth of a second, right? So it'd be 60,000 seconds. Hold on. Is it he may have meant mm, nanoseconds? What's nano? Is nano? So a- I did, right. I did seven, I uh, did 7,200 seconds based on two hours, which it was close to running time if you watched everything. So I guess it would be a little bit less than that. A so nanosecond. as long as you're in that, oh, nanoseconds. One billionth of a second. Yeah. So then it is Picoseconds are. What's, right? what's milliseconds? No. One million, one millionth of a second. What? No, a millisecond is a thousandth of a second. Oh, so right. millennium. Be gone yeah. in sixty thousand milliseconds. Yeah, he's got too many zeros in here. Jeff, you got it wrong. I, <laughs> Sorry, it's your fault. It's it's your fault, and then not my fault at all for not recognizing the math is wrong. So right. it's all okay, I was doing, and mine was doing it for the math of the length of the film. Because right. I was like, this is not gone in 60 seconds. Right. I'm here a lot longer than that. <laughs> Good point. Now, on the back of this card, uh, there's a, a signed Randy Jordan that says Turbo Lover. Turbo Lover. Was turbo Lover. Yeah. I'm your <laughs> Turbo Lover. Who is that? Uh, uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, and, right. And honestly, that's a song that's got to be about premature ejaculation. It has to be. <laughs> and so does this movie. I don't know, like a stranger ask. hand? Done, or in, done in 60 seconds. <laughs> Dunaway's really into that stranger hand lately. You brought that up a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's explained so well. Yeah, It is. So, he finds everything about it. Hey, check this out. I got an email. Um, and don't worry, everybody who's sitting around going, when are they going to play part three of the prom date thing that we were promised? Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming right up, right after this email that we got from Cody. Cody wrote in and said the following thing. 
Randy Deluxe as Alan Quartermain. Brian Ibbett as the sexy vampire lady. Brian Dunaway as Jekyll. Scott Johnson as Dorian Gray. Just kidding. I love this movie still, he says. That's a weird way to start your email. Uh, He did say this. Number one, when I was a kid, this compelled me to read all the actual comic books associated with these characters. Number two, Nemo's submarine would have been a diesel and battery-operated sub of that era of submarines, looking at Teddy Roosevelt's Great White Fleet as an example. Mm -hmm. And number three, fun fact, the first U.S. nuclear... uh, Nuclear. What did I say? Wessel. Nuclear. Nuclear-powered submarine was the USS Nautilus SSN-571. Former, it says, from a former submariner, Cody, actual guy who runs submarines or has been Ooh. involved in submarining, knows what? shit. Is that a thing, submarining? He's, yes. What are you doing? I'm submarining right now. You're what do you want? Is he a submariner? He's a submariner. Yeah, Ooh. he's a submariner. There you go. He's a submariner. Yeah. Oh, did I say submariner? You <laughs> well, did. I, don't I love know. it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but, uh, no, Brian, if right, it's right. Yeah, yeah, it, was a, it was spelled My submariner. I used to call I, Prince Namor uh, the submariner. Yeah, it's Submariner. Name, name it's Submariner. <laughs> You're totally right. I screwed that up. All right. Uh, I like Submariner. Nothing <laughs> wrong with saying it's, Submariner. It's, it's, uh, it's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's something. All right. All right. We got uh, if it's prom date part three. This is Ooh. after the date. Okay. Chronologically in order speaking, we've heard before, we've heard during, and now after the date taken from many episodes of Film Sack. Is put together by uh, TMS Mashups own Jamie. You can find him on Twitter at TMS Mashups and thank him for his fine work. Anyway, here it is. Enjoy. This is Ibit after his prom date uh, said to take her home. She really wanted to go home and Brian replied this way. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. I mean, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface here. All right. There you go. <laughs> take that for what you want. Uh, Ibit's prom date right before he took her home. You think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Dreamer, nobody wants to date you because you're a dog. A dog. A dog. <laughs> There's no description around this, so I don't know what happened. Oh. But uh, oh, let's well, just let's see. I'll, I'll tell you what was happening. Yeah, you can give us context. Here you go. Have to take me home. What? No questions. You must take me home. What happened? Is that, did everything go okay oh, at the prom? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, she only showed me one boob, and I was kind of disappointed by the whole thing. <laughs> I said, take me home. This is when Ibbett's date asked him for some jewelry. One made of gold, one made of silver, one made of jade. Uh, wow, she was real picky about what she wanted, and it had oh, a low yeah, voice. Yeah. I'm surprised how low her voice was. Your prom date lost her earrings in your car. Here's what she said. And if you find them, bring them to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She had a low voice. What was up with that? She did, a little husky. She was a smoker. Okay. Apparently, this is a clip of what you said when your date was leaving your car on prom night. So she was getting out of the car, and she was kind of slow and a little hesitant, and you apparently said this. So here's the audio. Go. Walk. Jeez, you've been hardcore. <laughs> well, date's over. That's it. Right. We're done. Brian Ibbett's prom date said to him on the doorstep, you're at the door, like literally the end of the day. You've walked her to the door. You've had a lovely evening. And you uh-huh. lean. No, no. I've heard previous quotes. They have not had a lovely well, evening. Well, not exactly. But he leans yeah. gently forward as if to just offer a final kiss for the evening. And here's what she says. Open the mouth. Oh, gosh. Did she? Yeah. Just- <laughs> She was demanding. Well, you know, I I liked the closed lip kissing for a while when I was in high school. It took uh, the right woman to kind of uh, (laughs) 
could bring that out of me. This was your girlfriend after prom. So this is after you dropped her off at the doorstep. And this is how this went. You acting like a real McAsshole. There you go. That's what she said. She did not like your behavior that night. Uh, she's, she's also kind of manly seems, sounding. Just, yeah, she does seem kind of large. A little bit. You brought home a to-go bag from the restaurant that you took the girl to. And the girl, uh, the, I think your mom, probably because she recorded this, she asked the girl, what's in the bag? And she uh-huh. didn't know that you went to barbecue, but your answer was this. These are his ribs. Okay. Uh. I went a long way for that. <laughs> a long, long way. And then found out she had a boyfriend and she left uh, the prom halfway through. Yeah, these are his ribs. These are the words describing the prom yeah. night with Brian Ibbitz. There you go. Oh boy. Chemotherapy, right. radiotherapy, holistic massage, bollocky potions from China, monkey's piss, you name it. Monkey's piss. <laughs> it was a rough night. <laughs> Good job, Jamie, as always. Uh, Sad to see the series go. Yeah. The hard part is that you're recording us live, listening to that track. So in in this episode recording, we have to stay quiet. And it's it's really natural to react to each of those as they go. And we're hearing ourselves reacting to them in the past. Yeah. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. I mean, I can't help but laugh at some of those. And so you're hearing me talk and laugh at the same time, which makes zero sense if you don't know that context. So thank you for clearing that up. Uh, so there's that. Thank you for that. Uh, that was awesome. Our next film, by the way, is The Long. Been on our list. Maybe, unfortunately, we'll find out soon. Cutthroat Island. Cut. Cutthroat Island. Throat Island. Also on Amazon Prime, Prime which we... I realize we've been spending a lot of time there, but for whatever reason, they've been getting a lot of our old stuff we've been wanting to see. So, yeah, that's where we're watching are it. Are there going to be throats cut in this movie? Do um, I need to? The island Please? will do it. The island does the cutting of yeah. the throats. Yeah, I've never seen. As long this. as there's no smoke monsters, I'm going to be fine. I just know it has long been one of the like the worst reviewed films ever, and uh, it has all this you know backstory about why it was a mess and everything. But I'd never saw it, so I don't. Have any mm-hmm. idea what we're into here? I mean, either. Yeah, I'm nervous. Done away. You have this on like triple Blu-ray, 4K, or something. <laughs> special never, edition. I have never seen this film to the best of my knowledge. Uh, so wait, 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 is this an all four of us have never seen it movie? Yep. Oh like shoot, a, we're yep. going in blind. Yep. Wow. Blind sack. Blind. Oh no, blind. Blind sack. <laughs> blind sack. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't see Trouble. it. Yeah, this is going to be bad. Now, sometimes I will say this. Sometimes I'll be going along and I'm like, yeah, I've never seen this. And I'll watch. I'm like, oh, I've seen this. I've totally seen this. You might have seen it. Who knows? But it's, you know, it's notable. You know, it's 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 up there with like, what was it? Um, The movie ever? Oh, Ishtar. Remember that? It was like the worst thing ever or whatever. This is on that level of Mm -hmm. people. Hollywood disappointments. Yeah. Like just yeah. bombed at the box office. Maybe it's got some, you know, things that are good about it. It's a pirate movie that seems okay on the face of it. It's back when Gina Davis was married to the director. And so, you know, some of that was going on, whatever that is. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Was this after Jeff exciting. Goldblum and her were married? Probably, right? Or before they were married? After. Because she was, she, yeah. Um, it's got to be after. Did he say, I, I go to your pirate? There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> step one or get a divorce. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of two. cannons and horses apparently in this film. I'm watching them. I'm going to well, yeah. uh, vomit Skip on my donut and you can uh, do your pirate movie. <laughs> anyway, that'll happen next week here on FilmSat. Cutthroat Island with some horses apparently. So that'll be good. Horses. Check that out. Those All right. Throats are going to be cut. They better be cut some throats. 
That's right. Um, we got some. We're we're still in some of the planning stages, but we are looking at uh, a lot of fun stuff for uh, the month of December, <laughs> including some Christmassy stuff. So watch for that. Uh, we'll let you know more next week when we come back. In the meantime, go to our website, filmsack.com. You can find us uh, there all the time, and there's everything there that you need, including a way to contact us directly, or you could just use our email address, filmsack at gmail.com. Why don't you follow the account on Twitter? It's at filmsack, and you can leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts, be that iTunes or Google Play, maybe the new Amazon listing, or hey, you're maybe you're a Spotify person. We don't care. Review it. That helps us get notability and uh, rise in the uh, rankings so people can find us and discover our now 11-year-old show. All right. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I'm a bad man. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.